everybody. Welcome back to Top Guns with Twins. This is Luke here. And Paul. And we are going to be talking about purely FPL this week in the podcast. Um, we're going to be implementing some new segments that will be a weekly occurrence. Um, some will be happening every week. Some will kind of, you know, touch base with here and that here and there to kind of keep you updated on how FPL is going. Um, and... Yeah, so Paul, I want to pass it over to you. How how was your week? Um, it looked like going into Sunday that I was gonna have a massive week in our mini league because I played the Arsenal game perfectly. Honestly, the way it came out with the Zinchenko goal, with um, honestly, it could have been a little more perfect. I think Ketsky would have scored, then it would have been absolutely perfect for me. Right. But right. going into Sunday, I was looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then um, Marcus Rashford struck once again. Like a bolt of lightning. Yeah, it's um, us non-Rashford people are struggling right now. Yeah, what did we say? He's got over around 70 points or so since the World Cup restart. Mm-hmm. That, that definitely hurts those mini-league ranks and then also the overall rank as well. Yeah. Especially when you, when you factor in a triple captain. Yeah, that's it's just it's a lot of points to miss out on, but hey, here we are. Um, it's the game we play. We also had Spurs winning two nil over West Ham, mm-hmm. and it was a really a good game. I think um, like this week, the Arsenal game was really fun to watch with all the goals in that one. It was. I I think you you kind of touched on Tottenham, a point that we kind of want to make and surely highlight throughout the course of us doing this podcast is kind of condemning the really negative aspects of footballing fandom when we see it. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that were said about human son after scoring that goal by some West Ham fans online were repugnant to say the least. Um, and just downright hateful. Um, so we really hope that we can kind of move through that. Um, and really, have more people kind of focus focus on the positive aspects of soccer because there's so many great things that it can, can contribute to the world um, and also to just the sport itself. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, he's he's such a gem of a human too. Like when you see Son, like I I don't care even if you're an Arsenal fan, you just have to see him and think that's somebody that like just looking at them makes you happy as another person. You know, he just looks like he live lives happily, which is awesome. Think of the two best the best pairing of two individuals you could possibly. Um, and if you did not think of Hugh Minson and Tom Holland together in a video, you're, you you weren't thinking correctly because there's a video out there where they were promoting a Spider-Man ad and he linked up with Hugh Minson for a what? video. It's You have to see it. It's pretty cool. I didn't know about this. Yeah, no, go, go check it out. If this you is bullshit. Chance. What have I been doing with my life? <laughs> you're missing out, I'm telling you. Oh, shit. Um, I but don't know what to do his, his personality really kind of radiates through and you can see both of them vibing off each other. So it's a really cool video to watch. So. Yeah, well, I think me and everybody else will add that to their... Uh-huh. To their viewing list. P- please do, please do. But were there any other matches? But don't don't turn our podcast off to watch that though. Yes, that, that is an important point to make. Yeah. But getting back to these the matches from game week twenty four, were there any other ones that stood out to you, Paul? Um, Liverpool Newcastle. I mean, that game, of course, um, is altered by the red card with Pope. That was rather mm-hmm. tragic to say the least for Newcastle. And you can see his intention there. He's trying to dive with his head, clear it, but. The way that Allison hit it, there was some side spin on it, 
I think he just, with the distance it was coming from and the pace, really miscalculated. He would have been better off just letting Slaw run through. Maybe, you know, 99% chance he's going to finish that, get a goal out of it. But Newcastle looked really good in the match, and I think that they would have even, even then still had a shot to maybe get a point out of the match. So, wait, look, I have a, I have a question for you. Go ahead, go ahead. Do you think it's more embarrassing, one, for the outcome that happened where he dove and got a red card to keep the ball to keep him from scoring, or is it more embarrassing if he realizes what he does, moves his arms, and is out of position and gives, gives up a goal that way? I think overall he's better off just letting it go and looking more of, I guess, you know, being labeled as more of a fool for diving and then letting it go through. Because if you, you have to think about this as well. He's out for their cup final at Wembley. Yeah, he I, cannot no, I play. Agree. You know, I think that if he could go back, he would let it roll through and just not touch it with his hands. Yep, well, too bad it's a spur-of-the-moment decision where he just dives in, you know. It's a, same, it's a shame he doesn't play for Tottenham or that would have been a great little pun there. Um, and, and I think that, you know, kind of the last thing to highlight is that I really do think that they did a, the Premier League, honestly, had a really big week for relegation fights, right? So we have Everton getting three points away. Um, and then we have Bournemouth getting up, stealing three points from Wolves. And then, um, also Southampton getting up three points away at, um, Stamford Bridge. So those are some really important and impactful matches that are going to make us feel like, you know, we'll, we'll really be thinking about this week and maybe going on a, until the very end of the Premier League yeah. this season. I mean, poor little Leeds. They they just can't make the right decision right now from any level. Like, their players just can't execute. The board can't make the right decision everywhere. It's just, I, it's not looking good for them right now. They are definitely struggling, but um, I think that they're going to have a run, hopefully, where they kind of separate themselves from the relegation fight. I would love to see that, but um, who knows? With I them, agree. They, they always keep it interesting, so it'll, right. it'll be a fun watch regardless. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay, Anything well, else we'll, we want to add, Luke? No, I think we'll take a short little break here um, and then come back with our first segment of um, Red Arrow or Green Arrow. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So I'm actually really excited for this. We, me and Luke, have both decided that we're going to start integrating reoccurring podcast segments in. And the idea is that we kind of want to give people a touchstone when they come to our podcast where they know exactly what you're kind of looking for, what you can see, the flow of the episode. And so we just kind of spitballed some ideas, and the first one we're going to go into is called Red Arrow or Green Arrow, where me and Luke talk about how we did in the last week, and if it's pretty simple if we got a red arrow or green arrow, and if each of us or one of us, depending on how the episode, how the week goes, if you get a red arrow, you will have to do a brief little punishment for getting a red arrow. How does that sound, Luke? It sounds good to me. In my in my mind, the way I see this playing out, have we have you seen the um, the movie Gladiator? Uh, yeah. And I think that if this were a visual media, what we would do is have Marcus Aurelius as he's standing over top of the gladiators, either a thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, I see where you're going. You know, and I think that would be a great visual for. 
just displaying the way in which we're either being successful one week or not successful the next. Yeah. Um, but that's a little tangent. There. Let's come back to it. Um, Paul, do you want to tell us if you got a red arrow or green arrow? So arrow in 24. Yeah. This week, I actually got a marginal green arrow. My rank went up by about, or I guess technically down by 300,000. So I went from 3.98K to 3.956K. So, I mean, let me tell you. We're making moves in FPL right here. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. And so, Luke, did you have a red or a green arrow? So Tell this, the people. This week, I had a red arrow. Boo. It was a bad week for me. I ended up on 39 points for the week. Um, I was saved by Diego Dello and David De Gea, both of them getting the clean sheet points. It, I would have loved to see Dello score that chance that he got. Um, a nice... Little little goal contribution would have been great for me. He also probably would have mm-hmm. got bonus points as well. So that probably would have saved me from Red Arrow. But 39 points. Um, I was the overall game week rank of 7.7 million. Um, and I now am an overall rank of about 3.1 million. Um, and I have gone from game week 16, where I was 800K, down to 3.1 million. So... Join the three millions, buddy. I have plummeted, which is depressing, but there's room to come back, you know? There is. I basically made up about, what is that, about 2.5 in my overall rank in the span of about six weeks earlier in the season, so I can Mm -hmm. still easily do that, and I still have a lot of chips left to play, so I'm I'm optimistic. I'm feeling good. I believe in you, dude. It's it's possible. It's very possible. But so um, we're just going to jump into Luke's little punishment here. And he's going to give us a 30-second elevator By the way, pitch. so you all know, I have no idea what topic he's picking. Yeah, this is – I just I just spitballed this off the top of my head. He's going to give us a 30-second elevator pitch for <laughs> for why McDonald's is the best restaurant in the world. And I'm convincing you why McDonald's is the yeah, best you're restaurant. Yeah, you're going to convince us McDonald's is the best restaurant in the world. Okay, tell me when I start. You better have a timer going, though. I'm not going over 30 seconds. Okay, wait, wait. Wait, give me one second. See, so came unprepared. No, oh, I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded. All right, whenever you're ready, you tell me, and I will start the timer. I'll start talking, and you'll go. McDonald's is the best restaurant in the world, mainly because of the price point that they offer to their customers. For the, A, access that they have. You know, there are locations in about every corner that you look. Um, and then also on top of that, we've got a wide range of options that are supposedly healthy. This offers supposedly. a great... Yes, it's it's very healthy. My bad, I misspoke. It's extremely healthy, great, easy access, and we're saving money for you. And you're done. Thank you. That was painful, to say the least, but I enjoyed it. It was pretty... It was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, let's go back to FPL, the real thing. That's why we're here in the first place. Um, okay, so um, I guess that is the first time we're going to be doing Red and Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else about your week that you want to highlight, Paul? No, I think I'm good. Um, nothing nothing big to add. Okay, perfect, good. Well, um, I guess let's move into our next segment, which is going to be Buy or Sell. Um, we'll take a little break here, and then we'll be right back with you. All right. All right, welcome to segment 
officially segment number two for our podcast. And this one is going to be called Buy or Sell, where we're essentially going to look at players strictly as assets, and we're going to say, pretend that we're on a stock market, and if this is their stock, are we going to buy it or sell it? Seems simple, Luke? Let's do it. Makes sense? Yep. All right. Do we have any buys out there, Luke? I think the first buy that comes to my mind, um, and this is kind of, I'm basing this upon upcoming fixtures and essentially the eye test from what I've seen over the past couple of weeks. I think one of the main buys, it's not going to work for my team, but one of the main buys for general FPL that could really be a good option is Zhao Felix. Oh, yes. Yes. You're talking my language. I know Paul likes a, you know, a little footballer from Portugal. He, he's a big fan of Zhao Felix mm-hmm. at Chelsea. Um, so the reason I think that Zhao Felix is a great shot is he's looked really good in all their matches. Um, he has an expected um, goal score odds over this next game week of 37% which puts according, him fifth on the list according, according to, to Fantasy Football Pundit. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure we get the yeah, what we're yeah, starting. Yeah, no, for that. sure. But so, so this upcoming game, Week 25, they play Tottenham. Then they have Leeds at home, Leicester away, and Everton at home. And then they double in 29 against Villa and Liverpool, both at home. So at Stamford Bridge. It's not bad. I think that he's looked very creative. He's got that spark. That Chelsea's kind of been missing a little bit. So I think that he's a great shout for FPL pickup. Yeah, I you know I agree more than agree with, with Felix. He's I, I think from the moment he started playing, besides the red card, he's looked like Chelsea's best attacker, which I mean mm-hmm. at this point isn't saying much, but I mean he he looks like he is somebody that's that's somebody good to invest in. There there's also a couple more variables I guess I should highlight as well is twenty five, there are four teams blinking. Chelsea does not blink in twenty five. 28, there's going to be, I think, 12 teams blanking in game week 28. And Chelsea is not one of those teams, so they will be playing in 28. Interesting. And also, in their tie with AC Milan, they're already down 1-0. So I think it's very realistic that they're not playing European football in the near future. So For us FPL owners, it's a good thing. Yes, exactly. And at that point, Chelsea would solely be focusing upon making a push for top four. Yeah. I like I like that's a, that's a good shot right there. So for me, I think my one of my big buys, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm looking at this double game week right now, and I'm probably gonna push my team back after after it for a little while because I'm going all in on this week. And Ruben Neves is somebody I may move for this weekend. What? <laughs> Luke Luke's face was. Shock and awe. I wish that this was a visual medium for you all to see my reaction there. Because this, the audio reaction I'm having here is not going to accurately depict how I really feel. Luke, Luke's looking at me like he thinks I'm a class A moron, which, I mean, I may be. But if we look at this, I mean, in their two matches this week, this coming weekend, they play Fulham and Liverpool. I see goals in both of those games. I'm not going to lie. And from a Wolves asset, I think Neves could get your return. And so my my whole reasoning behind this is is I'm playing five midfielders this weekend. Right. And I have to move off Almiron. And eventually, I probably next week, yeah, I have... Probably already should have moved off of Almiron. 
Well, guess what, Luke? I didn't. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> but I mean, I I think for the double, I mean, you get you get two shots at it. And he, I mean, he's worth five point four million. You're, you're not okay. giving up a lot of money. Yeah, it's, okay. it's it's a long shot. It's a differential, as FPO people love to use that word. But we're gonna take a shot. My counterpoint to that, right? So Wolves, you said they play they play Fulham and Liverpool both away. I think Fulham will probably keep that clean sheet against Wolves. The way I see it, because Fulham has three clean sheets in a row. Um, those were against Chelsea, Nottingham Forest, and Brighton. If they're going to keep a clean sheet against Brighton, I feel like they're a lot more likely to keep a clean sheet against Wolves. See, that's the thing, though, in FPL. Once you think something, that's when it doesn't happen. So basically, we just have to be illogical. So I am using a logical inverse <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of ETF that you can invest in. <laughs> Logical, unknowable knowledge. The reverse inverse triple function inverse of the expected goals for Fulham over the game week twenty five. Oh, yeah, I love that. God. That's that sounds like something to invest in. All right, Luke, who's your last buy of the week? I think someone that I also really like for twenty five and actually going forward. Um, a team that I've actually been looking at is Aston Villa yet again. Ooh, me too. Me too. I, me too. So they just announced for the, today, the Premier League announced that in game week 29, they're going to be a lot of confirmed doubles. Um, and mm-hmm. Villa's going to go on a stretch of games that consist of Everton in 25 away, Crystal Palace at home in 26, West Ham in 27, Bournemouth in 28, and then Chelsea and Le- Leicester both away in 29. And then they yeah. have Nottingham Forest after that. So they've got a very good run of fixtures. I just worry about actually picking the right asset from Villa, right? Because I think that they're a little unpredictable with where they're going to get the goals from. Ollie Watkins has been playing really well, though. So um, I, w- I love the idea of a Villa defender. But which one? That's the question. I was looking at it today. That's the thing. I was playing around with it, and honestly, whenever I look at defenders, I try to target wingbacks, as we probably all should in FPL because of So Moreno would be who you're going to go to. He wouldn't be bad. Honestly, Cash, if he was playing more consistent consistent minutes over the last five weeks, I would probably go with him. He has been playing consistently over the past two, though. And he did put 90 in. Over the past two, but what happens when Ashley Young comes back? Which he could be back this week, from what I understand. Yeah, it's it's a difficult so, choice to make. It's difficult, and Mings, I just over overall though, if you have an idea of which player you feel positive about, I think Villa is a very good shout. Yeah, it's a we comprehensive hole. Um, we do be agree. Any other players that I kind of would be watching? I'm very interested by James Madison. It seems like if he's playing, yeah. he's in the goals or getting a goal contribution. And Leicester have looked really good over the past couple of weeks. Just they're playing Arsenal this week, so I'm not sure, not sure how that one, how that one's going to play out for them. Um, mm-hmm. And then one one other person I kind of want to highlight. We said one. The sub three B. Kaylor Navas. 
I think he's really interesting. Wow. So they play West Ham, Everton, Tottenham, Newcastle, Wolves, and Leeds. I think he could rack up some points during those matches. I mean, we know that he is a dark wizard, so he is. He's he could. He, I, he's I mean, he well could pull some versed. magic out. You know, that man's playing Hogwarts Legacy, and he's going to the dark side. Oh, yeah. You know that trolley lady doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Is right. it okay? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move to three cells now. Okay. Do you have a cell that pops out to you, Paul? Um, number one, right now for me, with what I want to do this week and what I'm hearing about him and everything I see on the FPL app is KDB is probably on the way out. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm I love the idea of moving down to Grealish. Which, honestly, me saying this in this podcast, Kyle, I realized last week I gave bad <laughs> advice, which it's going to happen. We're going to be wrong sometimes. Or you could predict Villa like I did, maybe. Huh? Right, whatever, whatever the huh? point is, that if I, if I recommend for people to bring Grealish in and Pep Roulette happens, I'm taking – I'm not taking the fall for that one because that just is what it is. Everybody should know at this point what goes on with that. But in saying that, I think Grealish has goals in him over the next couple of weeks. I do too, but something to worry about with Man City. They're going to blink in game week 28 when they're supposed to play West Ham. And then they have Bournemouth away this week, and then they have Newcastle at home. I don't love Newcastle at home. That's going to be a difficult match. And then yeah. after they blink in 28, they play Liverpool. That's always going to be a... A toss-up. You just don't know how those matches are going to play out. But the, to me, the good thing about that is, though, from my perspective of if I move off KDB to Grealish, is is that I can allocate those funds somewhere else this and have true. less of a risk with that asset. As long as you're allocating those funds in the right way for your team, fair. It's yes. it's a good move. Um, yep. But so that's that's my first sell. Like, what is? Do you have a sell out there? Um, the sell that I already made that I think a lot of FPL owners could benefit from is selling Kieran Kieran Trippier. Ah, right. I I think that he he's a good little punt to get rid of for the next two to three weeks. Honestly, you could even try to go without him up until twenty eight because Newcastle's going to blink in twenty eight. Yeah, they have a weird run of fixtures. Oh, I, I'm completely wrong here. I am not. Newcastle is mean, not going to blank in 28. So I think picking him back up for 27 is probably what I'm going to try to do. Um, and use that trend because in 27 they play Wolves and then Nottingham Forest and then they double against United and West Ham. So I think picking him up around 20, re-picking him up around 27 is something f- that I'm going to try to do. Yeah. Um, if it fits your team, it might be a good idea, but... That, that's completely dependent upon how your team's set up and if you've already gotten rid of him or not. Yeah, we already uh, we are already in agreement with that, Luke. He's already out of my team. So, mm-hmm. All right, for the last sell of the week, I'm going to be honest. I'm saying this selfly, selfishly. Everybody should get rid of Marcus Rashford. Wow. Wow. Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> I think Luke knew all along when I came up with the idea. By I'm just self. surprised that he wasn't first on the list. I thought he'd be... <laughs> He'd be one A A A. I was playing my card close to the chest. Actually, no, it's quite. It's very possible. Could he could have just been 
one, two, and three on the list of so. All right. According wait to Paul. One second here. So let me see. But I, I do did. have to say, Marcus Rashford has looked like there's no no one out there can. He looks like a cyborg right now. The well, way he's playing. So let let's look at this real quick. So United blanks this week. In twenty six, they play Liverpool. Yeah. Then Southampton, and then Brighton, and then Newcastle in twenty nine, and then they also play Brentford in twenty nine. And then Everton and Nottingham Forest. So it's a pretty decent run of of fixtures there for United. But if, if you look at it, I'm going to give you a little um, history lesson here. Have you all heard of Icarus before? Oh, good God. <laughs> I, I know I have. And I know that Icarus flew with the sun. And eventually, he flew too close. And Marcus Rashford has been in the form of his life. There's no disputing that at all. None at all, but it can't last forever. I I really don't think like. There, okay, I, so I think this. I my my whole point here is I think this is lightning in a bottle, and it's gonna escape and run out some at sometime soon. Right, and I think it must be said as well that we at Top Ends with Twins love to see players performing at an extremely yes. high level. Yes, I'm not performing saying that. in a way that is just. I mean, he he is a man in form right now that is basically unplayable. But I think kind of the statistical backing for what Paul's saying is he's vastly overperforming his XG over this run of matches where there are some shots that, like, let's say, what was which match was it where he hit the really long? Was that against City where he hit the shot from outside the box? I think it was. Uh, I think so. I mean, there I was also was the goal against... I think it was the first goal against Leeds when they just gave him the ball and he had a one-on-one with the keeper. No, that was that was last weekend against um, Leicester against Palace. No, oh Leicester, you're right. It was that Leicester. Was Leicester. When Leicester, um, when Faust just tossed him, handed him the ball, and gave him a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. I mean, that stuff like that happens, and Luke is right. Nothing negative to the player at all. I just think. We're seeing a bit overperforming from what expected is, from what the median should be. Yes, yeah. And, that, you know, it's important to note that as well, too. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's possible we could see a little bit of a reversion to the mean for Marcus Rashford. And whenever that does happen, where FPL manager is going to go next? But, I mean, um, he's also burned me a lot, too. So, I, I'm like, good for him. Prove me wrong, dude. Please. Please do. <laughs> yeah, you just you never know. So I think uh, this will probably kind of conclude buy and sell for the week. What we'll do next is come back after a little break and just kind of talk about what we're going to do with our teams and where we see things going over the next couple weeks. Because there have been some pretty rather some pretty big announcements that have been made about upcoming double game weeks and some blank game weeks as well. Yeah. Well, Kyle, I hope your drive to work is going well. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So in this brief little segment where we're going to conclude, I just think we want to make an effort to highlight some of the upcoming double game weeks and blank game weeks that are going to be pretty impactful for our teams. Hit us with the facts, Luke. So as we should all know at this point, game week 25 is going to have four teams doubling. We've got Liverpool, Wolves, Arsenal, and Everton. And then we also have four teams blanking as well. So that's Brighton, Brentford, Newcastle, and Manchester United. 
So there's going to be some difficulty getting out 11, especially with the popularity of those teams that are blanking for some people. Um, so definitely need to do our best to get 11 starters out there that we're pretty nailed on. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin De Bruyne being sick is going to make things yeah, difficult in some ways for some people. For but also, our teams, right, Luke? Also, it's going to make the decision a lot easier for people because they'll just go De Bruyne to Slaw. I think that's going to be a very popular move this week before the deadline closes. But kind of moving on from that, 26 is just going to be a regular game week. No blanks or doubles. 27, we're going to see four teams doubling again with Brighton, Brentford, Crystal Palace, and Southampton. I think in this double, something I'm looking at is Ivan Tony as a really good option. So at that point, I might think about bringing in I mean, it is possible. I might think about bringing in Tony for maybe even Holland. I'm not sure. There's there's something there that might be possible. Um, that's a hot take alert right there. They play Everton and Southampton. Damn. Like that's that's a pretty solid matchup. But then so moving on to twenty eight, we've got twelve teams will be blanking during this game week twenty eight. Um so that's gonna be really difficult for people to get out eleven. So I think if we're being very strategic about the transfers we're making, we can intentionally get to the point of where we're not caught in the place where we need to use a free hit or wild card or take a really big points hit to get 11 people out. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. Like, that's very important. You, We just need to fill as many players as we can, and we just, just got to put the players out there. I mean – yeah, and I think some of the teams that I, I think might be the best matchups are Arsenal at home against Crystal Palace. I like that one. Um, we've also got Chelsea at home against Everton, and then Aston Villa at home against Bournemouth. So those three are going to be, I think a lot of people will take a free hit probably during that one and just load up on those mm-hmm. teams is what's most likely going to happen. But so after 28, where 12 teams are blanking, we've got 29 where we've got a bunch of teams going to be doubling up. So we've got some pretty big matchups with the best shaping up to be, I I think that Nottingham Force actually have a really good double where they have Wolves at home and then Leeds away. That Um, could be a Navas shot shot right there. Yeah, and then all these others, others are mixed up to where it's, one team has a good matchup, and then they have a poor matchup in the second leg. So it's going to be difficult to see which way people are going, but I think that Nottingham Force could be a decent shot for maybe even just, like, throw Taylor Navas and goal and see how it goes for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, like we said earlier, the man practices the dark arts. How could you not want him in your team? Yeah. and He's going to get results. The, the last point I wanted to make after this is I think someone to r- a team to really look at is Brighton. Yes. Right. So yes, yes, yes. one of the best they're one of the best teams to double in game week twenty seven. They blink in twenty eight and then they double again in twenty nine. They've got Leeds and Crystal Palace in twenty seven, blink, and then Brentford and Bournemouth in twenty nine. Right. So that's that's a prime run of fixtures. I think that Matoma's a great great asset to have along with my boy Sully Marsh. Yeah, you you are on the Sully, Sully Marsh hype train. I think I think you're the one that laid the tracks for the hype train. And then I missed his hat trick or brace against <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah, that happens, dude. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us from Top Ends with Twins. 
Um, we wish you guys the best of luck with your FPL week this week. You know, and as I said earlier, be sure to reach out if you have any questions. Check out our Twitter at Top Ben Twins. Uh, it's a great follow. Give us a check out on there, and we will talk with you all next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you.